So today uh, concludes sort of our January of family meetings here in the living room as we've been talking about investing in the next. And today is our Commitment Sunday. And so uh, if you have need of a card to fill out, uh, there are some in the, the backs of the chairs in front of you as we get going today. As we start, I... I want to do something a little bit different. This is sort of, um, out of out of the norm. I want to invite, are there a couple of uh, elementary age students or, or, or middle schoolers? I just need like two or three who'd be willing to just come up here real quick. I know that's, that's a big ask. Um, anybody that wants to come, you can just come. I just need a couple. Uh, all right, here's one, two, Canaan's coming. All right, very good. All right, if you're in motion, you can have a seat somewhere up here. All right, so, uh, yeah, have a seat. Somebody can take the blue chair. There we go. There we go. Representing the, the men up here, I appreciate that. Very good. All right, yeah. All right, there you go. Dottie, Sally, y'all can have a seat here. Make Sally sit in the blue chair. All right, so... Today, uh, what the text that we're talking about is from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And in the Lord's provision and timing of this, um, our interim student minister met with our uh, student leaders on Wednesday. And I was invited to be a part of that meeting. And he actually was sharing an illustration based on this very passage. And I thought it was a pretty good illustration. And so I want to just say this. Um, I want you to just give your, your, your honest, open answer, okay? There's no really wrong answer. But here we go. When I am up here, if you were up here uh, talking in front of people, what are the body parts that you think of that are necessary for me to be able to speak and share during, during a message like that? What body parts are, are critical? What do you think? Anybody have a guess? What body, Canaan, what do you think? Getting people's attention. Okay. What body parts require that? Like, could it be, an, uh, uh, like, is it my hair? Is it, is it my elbow? What, what body parts are important? What do you think? The mouth. The mouth. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. All right. The head. The head. That's a pretty good one. Anybody else over here? What do you think? What's, what's a body part? We've got to hear from the men over here. From the guys, what's one body part that's important to be able to, to speak out here? The brain. The brain. Very good. All right. Very good. All right. Those are all really good answers, and maybe you've had some. But what I want you to do, and this is what uh, Gary did on Wednesday night, is I want each of you to stand up. I want each of you to stand up. Very good. And I want you to just slightly lean forward. And tell me what body part is essential.
from keeping you from falling flat on your face. What, what, what do you think, Sally? The feet. The feet, even more specifically, on your foot, what is keeping you from falling forward? Say that real loud. Your big toe. Your big toe. Very good. Give it up for these guys and gals. All right, y'all can have a seat. My man, good job. All right. Oh, there you go. All right. All right, he's ready for his offering. I like that. So here's the deal. When we think about 1 Corinthians chapter 12, it is a message about how we as believers in the church, the the metaphor is that we make up the body of Christ. We make up the body of Christ. Now, I'm going to read just a small selection of a larger passage. Almost all of chapter 12 deals with this. But I want to read chapter 12, verses 21 through 27, make a few quick uh, points for us as it sets the stage for our time of commitment. Scripture says this, The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And on those parts of the body that we think less honorable, we bestow the greater honor and our unpresentable parts are treated with greater modesty, which our more presentable parts do not require. But God has so composed the body, giving greater honor to the part that lacked it, that there may be no division in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. For if one member suffers, all suffer. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. Here's the point of that illustration. Here's what Paul is trying to say is that no matter what role you and I play in the body of Christ, it is an indispensable role indispensable. Um, I looked up an article online just trying to think of ways to illustrate the idea of being indispensable. Um, And one of the first things that pops up is how to become indispensable at work. And one of the things uh, on one of these sites that I I found made this statement. To make yourself indispensable to your organization, find and contribute the value that only you can bring. Find and contribute to the value that only you can bring. Every part of the body of Christ is indispensable. Which, if I were to just break it down, let me give you and illustrate it in this way. Do you you understand what Paul is saying is this, that the ladies and the men right now who are over in the kids' building holding babies and loving on babies and praying over babies are indispensable to this fellowship. Do you understand that they are making an impact to the body of Christ that is no greater and no less than the role I am performing for the body right now? To play in the orchestra is just as critical and indispensable to the body as the people that greet at the doors. 
The guys that keep security on our campus is just as indispensable as the life group teacher that will teach the word this morning or sometime this week. Every member of the body is important. Now, he makes a distinction. He says, look, there are some that are more prominent, if you will. So myself right now or some of those that sang are, were more prominent maybe this morning. And we would say those are the mouth, the ears, the, but the big toes keep us from falling on our face. The ones that hold the babies, greet, run the cameras so that people online can connect with the Lord in worship and hear the word. Every role is indispensable. That's really what we've been trying to connect with over the course of this month is as we pray and talk and commit to investing in the next, it takes all of us. Every member is indispensable in that process and in some way. The second thing that Paul brings out is not only every member is indispensable, but number two, that there is to be no division within the body. We are to be unified in purpose. Before the section that I read, he starts this entire chapter by saying, we are all baptized under one spirit. Whether Jew or Greek, slave or free. And in Galatians, he would say whether male or female. Like he's saying, we are one in Christ. So every member is unified into one body that there be no division but there be unity unity of purpose that's what we've also sought to do this month is to lay out in front of our church a unified goal for this year which is to invest in the next and how we will do that throughout the course of this year and making our commitment so that our whole body moves in one motion when I was a, a youth myself growing up in student ministry, my youth pastor made this illustration, and it has stuck with me. One of the beauties and one of the unique things that happens when a choir sings is that all the individual voices and all the individual pitch ranges meld into one unified voice. Of song. That is what Christ in his body is asking of his church is that we, through living our own spiritual gifts and pulling together in the same direction, that we are all singing the same song in unity. That's an exciting thing when the whole body is moving in the same direction. The third thing that Paul illustrates in this passage is not only that every member is indispensable and not only that there should be no division in the body, but unity. But number three, we should care for the other members of the body. That we are to care. I love this. He says, when one part of the body hurts, we all hurt. When one part is honored, we are all honored. In many ways, you could say that earlier, uh, at the end of last year actually, 
when we celebrated uh, Pastor John and Miss Catherine for 50 years of service here on this hill, we were honoring a very prominent and visible part of our body, but all of us were honored because of God's faithfulness to this fellowship because he's the first one, she's the first one to say they did nothing outside of the Lord and everyone else following and doing their part. One part was honored, we're all honored. Um, we all understand what it's like to stub our big toe and a part of the body that we think nothing about, all of a sudden all of our attention is now on it, right? And when that hurts, everything is focused on that hurt. This is a common illustration for this passage, but it points out the fact that we care for those when they are hurting in our fellowship. This is another reason why life group is so important. Serving on teams is so important. How can we care for one another if we are not around one another? And so when we think about this idea of being the body of Christ this morning, as we think about investing in the next and these celebrations, I just want to circle back to the, this point. It's something I talked about months ago um, as part of my In View of a Call sermon, if you will. I believe in all of my heart that God is up to something on this hill and has great plans for his kingdom through the people on this hill. But we will only realize God's best on this hill when all of us, when all of us know that we are indispensable, that we are unified around the name of Jesus Christ, and when we care for one another. That's the only way we'll see it. And so this morning, as we walk through a time of prayer, and commitments, that's the foundation. This is really an exercise of the body coming together and saying we are one. We are in unison. We are indispensable.